<clears throat> What's up guys? This is a different concept today. So I've always thought about recording a solo podcast, like actually talking about something, not rather randomly just like drinking a bunch of beers like I used to do on the six pack podcast. Let me get a swig. Hold on. <clears throat> so where we've, we've rolled through like the branding change to the fed show and that kind of got narrow. So now I'm going to start playing around with the different concept of what I really want to call this show. If I really want to just name it something about myself or another concept. But, um, I think the fed show had a conversation with a buddy and the concept of the fed show is great facing and embracing demons, but that needs to be a segment on a show rather than the whole concept of a show. Because let's be honest, the mental health aspect of the Fed show, the mental health aspect of the six pack podcast was great. And it will be something that I continue to talk about because I am passionate about the mental health aspect of what's going on with us as a society and the issues that come up with it, whether it be um, horrific incidents like we've had in the news recently, whether it be um, depression, anxiety, thoughts of suicide, those concepts are always going to be important to me as an individual, as a human being. And I do think that moving forward that I do want to keep talking on those, but I don't know if I can continue at a normal pace to just, let's just keep running with the Fed show. Let's keep running with always being on mental health. So we need to explore other avenues and it, we can continue to meet with artists and have other guests on and discuss different topics. So the concept of that, this is just going to be the random thoughts of Rob right now. But shout out to Random Thoughts, the guy with the check on your friend's stuff on Instagram. Go check that dude out. But um, that's not my official name, what I'm going to call this from now on. Right now, we're just kind of swashbuckling. So uh, currently, uh, let's just talk about where I'm at. So we're about two days out from my court date for my DWI hearing. And... We're rolling, 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 paying the attorney money, getting things situated, got the breathalyzer in the car with the hoo, so I can actually drive my car places, um, figuring out the license situation. And I, I'll tell you off top, this whole DWI situation is crazy complicated. And no one ever told me that's ever had one before that it was just like, no one ever explained fully what you have to go through. Um, I've never been to jail before. I had never talked with an attorney about anything other than speeding tickets. So the concept of me having to break down and sit there and talk with someone about every little thing that happened that night. Um, did I refuse to blow and did I refuse to take a breathalyzer for the officer? Did they take blood and check my blood alcohol that way? No one ever talks about any of that shit. And the reason they don't talk about it is because normally you're drunk and you don't remember. So, um, I want to run through some of that. Like what actually happens with the DWI? So first off and foremost, when you get a DWI, you go to jail. Um, they either take your license or they don't. Uh, they confiscate it. So I'm on the. Pr I'm in the process of getting my license returned back to me. I can't even buy alcohol right now if I wanted to. I can't go to nightclubs. I can't get in. No one will let me in because I don't have identification telling you that I'm over the age of 21. Even though there's white in my beard and my hairline is working on receding. Um, so when you get go through the process, then you have to find an attorney. Normally, you want the higher up attorneys on Google because they're the ones that actually make the money to advertise. So um, I'm working with the coffee law firm here in Fort Worth. And um, I'm going to tell you, you're in the thousands of dollars right off top. Thousands. Five grand for a representation. 
there's other ways to get lower representation, different attorneys, different associates, different prices. But off the top, you want to get attorney about five grand. Um, everything doesn't happen all at once. You don't just get to uh, you don't just get to oh here's the money and and I'll make payments and then you have the attorney has to be paid in full for the representation fee before they actually start processing and working on your case where you get in front of a judge and there's actually a conversation happening. But in the meantime, you get to pay for a breathalyzer to be installed. You get to pay your monthly fees to the court or your uh, probation officer or your bail bondsman. All that process goes into effect. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. First court date coming up. So hell yeah, throw up horns. It's going to be great. Um, so that's one thing that I'm dealing with right now in life. Um, and of course, like I do have three sons, uh, the coolest kids you'll ever meet, and they're with their mom right now. Every other week I get them, so when I have them, we do cool shit, and when I don't have them, uh, I'm recording a podcast, or I'm working out, or I'm hanging out with friends drinking water while other people drink alcohol. So it's a lot to take in, a lot to process. I did the 21 days with no monsters, no Cokes, no nothing, and um, I went back to drinking monsters. But the big topic that I wanted to get into today is there's some background stuff that I've opened up with about people, and this isn't like my personal life and all that. This is more or less on the lines of um, of my religious beliefs. So I was raised predominantly like non-denominational. We attended churches when I was younger. Um, I went to private school until I was in eighth grade. And there was always a, a, a sense of uh, right and wrong, God and the devil, good and evil. That was always uh, imprinted on me as a, at a young age. Um, even if, like, when I was with some family, I would go to a Catholic church. With other family, we would go to a Baptist church, Southern Baptist church. Some, did, some only had accordions, and we clapped our hands, and it was like a cappella thing. So I've been exposed to a lot of it. Um, early on in life, um, I got married very young in the church and um, kind of pressured uh, not pressured, but to get right with God, you should be married according to the church. Um, I was uh, I served at the church, uh, children's ministry, youth group, men's meetings. Uh, I think I preached one sermon that I thought was really long, and it was like 17 minutes. But um, sometimes when you're talking by yourself, you talk really fast like this. And I think I did that when I was up there. But I, th I thought I had a whole lot more, but I didn't. But anyways... That's just a little background on me and religion. Um, I've bounced around a lot of churches here in Fort Worth. Um, I was set in stone at a church for a long time, and uh, it wasn't working out there. So uh, th it's not that we our relationship with the church wasn't working out. It was uh, the process of having a building, and we were like a nomadic church. So um, I went to a church that was in downtown Fort Worth. I'm not going to name names of churches or pastors. And it's not to badmouth anybody. It's just my experience with churches and my experience and my relationship with God right now. So, uh, <clears throat> been been to a few, some of the bigger churches here in Fort Worth. Um, kind of like uh, was hesitant to get heavily involved after being so heavily involved in one church. Then I kind of uh, became an, uh, I was like a lead usher or a second, second up to the lead usher. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. I was serving in a church. Uh, I, I was, 
I was bought, I bought into the process. I bought into the belief of what they were trying to do, what they were trying to build. So I, I was there and, um, stars are tied zero, zero random sports update. Um, so I, I, I put my time in at churches. Uh, I served part of the community, um, made friends, had a lot of friends in the church. Don't talk to any of those people anymore now that I'm not in church. So this past Sunday, I made the cognitive decision. I told myself, Saturday midday, I'm going to church tomorrow. So I visited a church on Sunday. Um, it was in my Instagram stories. I talked about it. That the pastor that was there, he um, he said, "Look, guys, I'm going. Uh, we're going to pray over the offering." And he goes, "If you find yourself in need of food or shelter." When the bucket passes you, take what you need. And I was literally blown away because I have been in churches. I was raised in church and I've never heard a pastor at any point in any sermon at any given time. Even churches that had benevolence ministries, which a benevolence ministry, if you don't know, is where you go to the church office. You tell them you need help with your bills and then they give you $75 or $100 or they help you out in whatever way they can, whatever they have, whatever funds they have that they can provide. I've been involved with churches that have those kind of ministries but i'd never heard a pastor legitimately say hey if you need the money take it out of that bucket you have my permission and so it's kind of hard to surprise a guy who's been in church before but i was genuinely surprised when i heard that heard the message um the series that they were teaching on was uh i've been there been there but basically it was the concept and the talk about if uh just, just uh, being underappreciated. Like you feel like you did, it, you do a lot. You feel like you do everything. You feel like you do too much. You feel like sometimes no one uh, acknowledges what you're doing. And it was a good message for Mother's Day because sometimes uh, our our moms go unappreciated, and sometimes we need to do a little bit more for them. Not just the fact of oh, it's Mother's Day. Let me take you out to eat. It's Mother's Day. Let me tell you Happy Mother's Day. Buy that woman some flowers randomly um go out of your way oh and this was another topic that uh, that came up in conversation um when i was married uh, the mother of my children i um i did go out of my way to buy her something for mother's day not just from the kids but from me and more or less like a thank you this is what you mean to me concept not or thank you for being the mother of my children concept not like hey uh i'm just getting you a gift to say well because now the concept of it is some people only buy gifts for their mom and it came up in conversation over this past weekend hey do you would do you buy your did you buy your wife something at the time when you for mother's day and i did but everyone doesn't so um there's a weird question for you. Do you buy your mom something for Mother's Day and also your wife or just your mom? Yeah. So y'all answer that. I'll make a reel out of that or something. But yeah, this is a crazy concept of me talking to myself because there's no one in this room. There's a backdrop. There's a computer, a microphone, a monster, my vape, and me. So um, back to the church thing. So I visited this church, and I'm going to continue going. Um, I look back at my life and... Uh, you have time to examine some things when you're in jail and you've messed up the way that I did. So I got to the point where now I'm thinking, when in my life 
was my best mental state? When was I best mentally, like sound mind? When was I best emotionally, spiritually? Those those avenues in my mind take me back to when I was at my happiest or I felt like I was the most put together. And I revert back to my time at church. Not revert back to my time when I was married at church. Revert back to my time at church. And I always feel like... Um, I talked about it before when I did do marriage counseling through the church. The concept was clear. It was a pyramid. This is you. This is your spouse. As you grow closer to God, you grow closer together. I'm going to kill the pyramid and I'm going to go like this. This is you. This is God. Get closer. And that's it. Um, in my life, I've realized that I do react differently to situations when I'm involved in the church. I do um, have a better mindset when I do have a, uh, a relationship with God, like an ongoing conversation. I've never been one of those guys that would cry out in prayer and I'm just there like praying and, and constantly like, I've never been that guy. I've always been the kind of guy, just like when you're going through everyday life, son of a bitch, what the fuck is this? Like that kind of, you're, who are you talking to? You're talking to yourself? I, I always felt like I was talking to God. Like, so when something was going on, like, man, why is this happening right now? I was actually asking God a question. Like, why am I going through this right now? Not just the concept of me just talking out loud. And it helps me feel more sane because I do talk to myself a lot. But in all reality, when I was in jail or when I found my, my weakest moments, when things were all about to fall apart, I still felt like I was asking God, why am I here? Why am I in the situation? How did I get here? And how do I get out of this? So for me, in, in, in my mentality, in my sanity, uh, I'm going to start going back to church. And I'm going to take my kids when I have them. And I'm going to become a member of the church community, whatever that means. I'll, I'm going to ease my way back in. But I do feel like my life was better off when I was closer to God. And man, I'm going to tell you what. Praise and worship songs, they still hit me right between the eyes. So... This, don't even know how long this was, don't even know what exactly uh, this concept is, but I do want to be at the point where I can comfortably have these kind of conversations with whoever wants to listen and just kind of ramble a little bit about what I'm thinking and thought processes that I'm going through right now and uh, just kind of work through my own shit this way rather than pay someone, maybe I'll just talk to myself. Um, but... The concept of the Fed show isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, I'm still going to interview people. We're still going to have conversations. We actually have a couple of interviews this week. Um, we still want to get into mental health issues. But I think the name of this does have to change. Or maybe we rework the concept. But um, I don't want anyone to think that I'm going anywhere. Because uh, I just enjoy doing this it makes me feel good to be able to talk to myself in a room with or without a person in front of a camera and i all, honestly i don't even know if i hit record on this so i could have been talking to myself the entire time but um i am going to sign off i'm going to take a swig of this monster i'm going to take a vape and then uh i'm going to hit stop and then i'm going to cut and edit video and um See what the response is to this. See, see if anybody likes it or if they just think I'm a crazy person. But until next time, stay fed. 
and talk shit in the comments if you feel like it.